Shalom, and welcome back to Four Worlds Torah, digging for treasures in the Torah, treasures that matter for our lives and for the world. I'm Rabbi Shoshana Lis, and I'm here again with Rabbi Charna Rosenholtz. We will be exploring together today Parshat Titzaveh, a parsha in the Torah that does not include any mention of Moshe. This is now on us to find our inner Moshe, our guide that knows how to discern the will of the divine, of our highest potential for our lives moment by moment. We will be looking at chapter 28, verse 15, exploring the Choshen Mishpat. I will begin with translating the verse. You shall make a breastplate of decision worked into a design, or you could say a breastplate of decision that is one that allows thoughtful working and deliberate design. Make it in the style of the ephod. Make it of gold, of blue, of purple, and crimson yarns, and of fine twisted linen. Each of these colors has a meaning. Each of these colors represents a shamanic energy, an avenue for connecting to the supernal realm, deep cosmological information. Also of note is the mention repeatedly of ma'aseh, of action, over and over. Connecting us back briefly, we've stood at Sinai, connected to the supernal realms, and then immediately grounded ourselves in social laws. The Parsha Yitro, followed by Mishpatim. Mishpatim, statutes, social laws, is the same word as Choshen Mishpat. So here we are in a place that is truly grounded again in social laws, but also in the process of making decisions as you'll hear is the purpose of this Hosh and Mishpat. We are also given access to the realms beyond our social laws, the magical, the mystical, the flow state, making decisions moment by moment based on our access to something beyond rational. And I would say our goal for today is to discern for each of us do we need to lean into the more rational or the more emotional, mystical, magical aspects of our incredibly intricately designed brains and hearts? Ripcharna, over to you. Thank you. That was such an inspiring introduction. And I want to unpack it a little bit more. I love how you put forth that sense of somehow on this earthly plane, in our ordinary lives, there is the invitation from the great mystery to reflect upon the earth some kind of cosmological design. It's almost like there's an order that exists in the celestial sky. There's an order that exists in the heavenly court that somehow is reflected upon this earthly plane. And that reflection is solidified by what we do, how we make things. 
So I love the fact that out of the 17 words in this sentence that we're studying together, five times you have that word root, ayin, sin, um, hey, to make or to do, because we can make or do whatever we want. We can allow our own brain development and evolution of this amazing capacity we have to think. We can actually continue to evolve and develop it. And I actually think there's some clues here of what that looks like. Of uh, There's some actual clues of what Aaron was doing that was that that came through the magic of this breastplate of decision, um, this Hoshen uh, Mishpat um, breastplate of judgment. There's some clues here that Aaron did that are reflected in our own neurological makeup. So let me just say one more thing about that. Um, that that mishpat, we've talked again and again about it being a social law and that there's all these courts and, you know, Moses sits at the top of these courts, but there's people who come and listen to tens and hundreds and thousands, et cetera. We have ways to make decisions of how we're doing. But Aaron, the high priest who is bridging heaven and earth, he has this, this breastplate of decision that's resting right there upon his heart. It's upon his heart. It's something that um, that that he used to communicate with God, um, and that it um, that that it had like a couple of really magical elements to it. One of them was that there was this urim and tumim stone, which um have this kind of yes or no quality that was on the back of this of this breastplate um that he could pull out to say yes or no in various times and we could talk about that for a long time or on on the front of it there was one stone for each of the 12 tribes each of the 12 tribes and each stone had its own meaning, had its own connection to a Hebrew month, had its own connection to an astrological sign, um, the meaning of the stone itself, all of these were expressed. So somehow Aaron was holding both the knowledge of the laws, the energy of Kalal Yisrael, making decisions for the whole, a connection with God and something deep with his in his own intuitive wisdom that went into each and every decision making. Wow, that's a lot of power and a lot of responsibility on on each of us to embody his priestly role of um, decision making through activating each of our parts of ourselves, our active potential. In, in our brain and rational mind and our active potential in the heart center and how the two remain connected. We've talked about wise mind as the rational and the heart centered emotional mind. Um, and that when we go on journeys, for example, my son Isaiah and I just came back from a journey into the North country, moment by moment when you're traveling, you're making decisions. Should I go, should I stay, where to, what? 
and you know, when you're on a car trip, you've got your GPS, which is this magical, incredible thing that tells you everything you think you need to know, but it's not enough. You need your topographical map. You need information about the terrain, about the weather, about your own vehicle and its limitations. There are a lot of factors that go into deciding when and how to drive your car and where. Um, and so that's, I think, a, a metaphor for, for accessing in, in a moment and I'll, in, in the moment what's right for this, you know, for this moment. How do we, as parents who need to make decisions that include the will and the desire of our kids, but not be clouded by their constant nagging, for example, I want this, I want that, but wait, we're going to listen and then we're going to make decisions. I think that's also a metaphor for um, empowered decision-making that benefits the whole, but that ultimately taking the responsibility as the adult in the room, so to speak, um, to, uh, to find ways as parents to access clear mind, clear heart. Uh, and uh, that's something that I learned on this road trip with my this amazing road trip with my son, Isaiah. I love that because what you're suggesting here is there has to be an integrated approach to judgment. You know, all humans, the, there's this basic human truth that we're all going to miss the mark. We're all going to have a chet, miss the mark, some kind of sin. This is just part of the human experience. We're all on a learning curve. And so there's this sense that allowing, um, allowing for all of our parts, both our, our rational part of who we are, our global intuitive part, our thinking part, our emotional part, learning to have that integrated in our decision-making is so important. We can't over-rationalize, but we can't under-rationalize. We can't just count in, on intuition, but we can't leave our intuition out of it. We can't um, ignore the fact that there's something greater than ourselves, but we can't completely give up our own agency because of that. And this dance between parts is something that Aaron was able to really understand through utilizing these sacred technologies that he was given. And in doing so, you know, whether or not this is historical or mythological, we go back and forth about that. We, I'm not saying this actually happened and this was a real thing. I am saying that within our consciousness and the collective consciousness of the Jewish people, there is this sacred technology that rests inside of us that we can access in order to develop all of ourselves, not just this part or that part, that we can evolve in such a way that we can make these deep decisions and have our own agency of making and doing be really bring us into measured responses to our lives. Beautiful. You mentioned each of the tribes, you know, each of these tribes are, are, are actual people, right? Reuben, Shimon, Levi, and they have their weaknesses and they have their strengths and they have their energies. The blessing that Jacob gives at the end of his life speaks to that. Each of us too can be 
aware increasingly of our tendencies and our growth potential in our um, in our decision making. Um, I want to mention also communal decision making that it's not just on the individual and the parent, et cetera, but also to be part of a community that engages in what I, what the reconstructionist movement calls the, the values-based decision-making with, with every decision that a community needs to make and weighing our priorities. Tradition has a vote, but not a veto is one of the phrases of our, of our movement. So how do you bring in the past, the present, the future? in a communal decision-making process that also integrates heart, mind, and the unique sensibilities, needs, desires, potentials of each of our members of the community for the greatest good, for the highest good. Um, you know, may we, may we continue to ask these questions. Sometimes asking the questions is as important as finding the answers. Um, so I would say that this Hoshin Mishpat is an integration of spirit, heart, mind and body and it's something that exists upon the heart and when we are within the territory of the heart not only are we opening up to love and compassion but we're also opening up to joy and so this is a reminder that right now we're in a dar and we're told to increase joy and that it is a mitzvah to be happy and to be joyous. And so may we bring that energy of joy and that energy of not knowing that Purim brings to us um, because we can know so, we could clench in our knowing so that the rational squeezes out the heart. But here we're going to be invited to not know for a day. Don't know for a day. Bring in more joy, open up the heart, bring that into your decision-making as Aaron had to do by virtue of wearing this extraordinary piece of spiritual technology. And may we do so it, with, with deep self-compassion for when we err, for when we stray. Always, my friends, always. Uh, good Shabbos. Yeah, <laughs>